Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Beyond Budget Headlines. Today we will take you to the expenditure side of the budget and talk about some of the areas which have not been India's top expenses but are now in the spotlight because of the certain recent events. We are joined by our editorial director and policy expert Mr Ashok Kumar Bhattacharya who will help us look beyond the numbers and understand why government needs to loosen its purse strings in this pandemic budget. Hello AKB very nice to see you. Yeah same here. We are coming closer to your favorite time of the year the budget uh, is That's right. <laughs> We're also getting closer to the vaccine rollout of course. and uh, yeah. there has been a lot of discussion and speculation around what the government plans to spend on vaccination drive and overall on the health sector which is now getting uh, its much deserved spotlight because of the covid so um, while we have pulled out this data from last year's budget and the trend as you know sir is uh, broadly the same most years and health is not on the top of uh, agenda not in the top 3 uh, at least what should we expect from the budget uh, this year for the health sector uh, because it is also a concurrent subject it's uh, in the state list as well actually it is not in the just the, the top 3 items of the central government expenditure it uh, comes as low uh, down uh, you know level as the 10th largest expenditure by the center uh, comes uh, to health Uh, but the center uh, given the the pandemic situation uh, has to spend more so i would expect that uh, this year's budget uh, to be presented uh, next month will probably have a special item under the health ministry's budget where you see some money being allocated for financing or providing assistance to states for rolling out the vaccination program besides vaccination should the should the budget take a long term view of uh, uh, the health sector uh, things like universal health insurance are being talked about government has uh, de- declared the digital health mission uh, uh, as well uh, both health and education which do not receive the kind of attention uh, that uh, they deserve uh, should uh, get more outlay uh right now what happens is uh, that uh, if you look at uh, the government's uh, expenditure uh, you know budget uh, almost a fourth of the government's budget is used up uh, for interest payments and then uh, you have got around uh, 7 and 1/2% of its total uh, budget outlay and that goes uh, in defense which is the second big item Uh, and the third big item uh, is subsidies so you can see that how uh, the real programs uh, you know the health and education they come way down in the government's priority list of expenditures you know you have pensions you know is a is a big item which accounts for around 7% of the government's total budget almost 2 trillion rupees hmm. is provided for pensions of the retired government employees Uh, so so therefore uh, health and education uh, unfortunately do not get the kind of importance uh, it deserves uh, but the most important thing in health uh, since you asked me about health is that the government must create uh, world class healthcare infrastructure in the country 
and not just in the the major cities but also in tier 2 and tier 3 and tier 4 towns uh, which the governments in the last few years have begun to do you know setting up uh, what they call uh, all in institutes of medical sciences which are both research as well as hospital uh, caregiving centers but i think that that process has to be expedited uh, healthcare infrastructure and particularly in the primary healthcare sector uh, you will have to have more facilities but it is not just the center but the states will also have to take uh, uh, more proactive steps to implement uh, your healthcare uh, programs yeah in fact states also have to increase their spending yeah. in the sector only there will be sure. be able to make some dent uh yeah. so i want to uh, come to defense but before that uh, uh, something about the capital expenditure which the government has said will remain a key focus area in the upcoming budget in order to revise uh, revive the demand and to boost the growth uh, if we look at the numbers uh, uh, that have come so far and compare the actuals to the target uh, uh, capital expenditure for this financial year it's almost uh, 22% and the gap has widened uh so can you elaborate on what these numbers mean and uh, you know, yeah when the budget was rolled out for the current year uh it was a fairly ambitious budget uh the overall growth in expenditure was uh, expected to be around 13% now as you know expenditure has two components one is the capital expenditure uh, which is spent in creating assets uh that uh, will have long term returns for the economy in terms of growth as well and then there is uh, a large chunk of the expenditure is called the revenue expenditure which is for running the existing schemes paying wages and running those schemes at the both at the state and central level now uh, out of uh, 30 trillion rupees of total expenditure uh almost uh, 26 trillion rupees is meant for revenue expenditure and a very little around 4 trillion rupees is meant for capital expenditure and that is a problem in itself that we are not spending enough on creating long term assets which can create better returns for the economy the current year was a pandemic year and you saw that uh, the government decided to to increase capital expenditure uh, it was the increase as you said to 22% but if you add to the 5000 crore extra which was announced actually the increase becomes more even but uh, let that be on the side for the moment uh, out of 22% growth what you have seen in the first 8 months uh, the government has grown its capital expenditure only by 13% and if you look at the revenue expenditure in the first 8 months of the current financial year the growth Is, uh, is is just about uh, 3.6% now uh, as a result the total uh, expenditure of the government in the first 8 months is just around 4.7% or 4.5% uh, growth uh, so therefore the government's ability to spend more resources even though it is there in the budget is severely constrained so therefore it is very important that we reform the way we spent money so that you know as they say bang for the buck uh, has to yeah. be more 
Uh, what do you think of the defense expenditure in light of the threat that India sees from China? I mean, obviously, we've been talking about increasing, uh, making India the global manufacturing hub and taking the position that China might be vacating. But uh, it doesn't seem to be going that way. And add to that uh, troops being deployed near Ladakh and uh, the whole standoff with China. Uh, as I told you, that defense is the second biggest item of expenditure in, in the government budget. I think current year, the government is supposed to spend around uh, 3.2 lakh crore or 3.2 trillion rupees. Uh, but I doubt that with uh, the external situation not being very looking good, uh, especially after the Chinese aggression, government has to provide more money for defense. Uh, as a matter of fact, the, the Philippine Finance Commission was asked uh, to find out how the government can provide, earmark a certain portion of this different expenditure uh, from the government's tax revenues on which the states will not have uh, any, any demands. Uh, right now, as you know, the, the tax revenues are shared with the states. Uh, so that uh, we will see on 1st of February. Uh, but I think uh, uh, there are two problems with defense. Uh, one is uh, how do you make sure that the money that is allocated is spent? And second, you need to provide uh, more defense resources uh, to acquire uh, you know, weapons uh, and other uh, armaments. Absolutely, sir. Uh, very nicely pointed out, sir, the sectors that India needs to spend and uh, obviously, as you mentioned, cooperation of states is required for the health sector. A lot of opportunities as well, uh, since so much of CapEx is still left uh, to be spent. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today, AKB. If you like this video, do share it and subscribe to Business Standard. We are also present on all social media platforms. So do follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and YouTube. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at rchitravanshi with any suggestions and feedback you may have on the show. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time, stay tuned.